Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Am I tough enough? Strong and stable leadership. Total rhubarb. Hell yes, I'm tough enough. Shut the fridge. Not another one. It's the politics show. The podcast ain't nuts, it's the politics show. Oh, fuck, I said it. No, it's fine, it's fine. It's bleeps. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we did it. Well done. <laughs> um, good save. Not really. I still kind of said it, didn't I? You did. A tragedy has befallen this podcast. Uh, it's going to have to be known as the podcast from now on. The as yet untitled podcast. Except we can't call it that because I think that's an Alan Davies TV show. What? Uh, as yet untitled. Ah. So we've infringed again. <laughs> Just doing another copyright. Yep. So um, before we start the episode, um, we'll just we'll just get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yesterday, a man walked into the office and informed me that he is the copyright holder of TM. Um, so it was good while it lasted. So we have to rename it. He didn't actually inform you. He informed mm. Oliver Duggan. Yes, that, that's, that's true. That is true, yeah. Are you Ollie Duggan of the pubcast, is what he said. I thought I was about to be served legal papers. Mm. It had that vibe, especially because he was carrying like a sort of small briefcase thing. But no, no, he just owns the copyright. So we're going to have to change the name, folks. Do we have any ideas at the moment? You do. What, the pubcast? <laughs> I quite like the pubcast. In an as yet unreleased episode of Finn versus the Internet, which I partook in, he relentlessly called this the pubecast. Well, that'll make him look really silly when we rename it. Well, it could be uh, foreshadowing, though, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be. Pinecast. Politics Joe podcast, I think, is the placeholder for the time being. What you could do is call it the pubecast, put this out before your thing with Finn Taylor comes out, and then it'll look like he's not making a joke. It'll look like he's just <laughs> correctly free, referring to... <laughs> loads of free promo. Um, Gearcast. Gear? Yeah. As in gear? Yeah, as in gear. As in literally gear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you think I mean by gear? That's what I mean by gear. Yeah? Gearcast. Really changes the energy of this. Metcast. I haven't heard anyone call it gear outside of like... Well, I was, Scottish private school no, boys. My, my mum calls it gear, but then I was gonna. I didn't want to say that because I didn't want it to think yeah. that she was. But she's not. It's just whenever she's. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just whenever she's taking gear. No, no, don't say that. <laughs> Sorry. Because, because. Does she listen? My mum listens. I can imagine that if I was to say something bad about her, she would have heard it. Yes. But would not have any other interest in me. <laughs> <laughs> in any of your activities. Acid cast. That's a different podcast entirely, isn't it? Isn't what, what would well, change... actually for me it's very much the same. <laughs> what would change the vibe the most? What substance? Yeah. Meth, probably. Crocodile. So... Your one was quite good earlier. What one? The rest is what was it? <laughs> I just call it the rest is just call it the rest is politics. Or the rest is the rest is politics. 
and really eke out their I CEO. feel like that. Excuse me, SEO, not CEO. I, I, I don't think that navigates us out of the copyright they can't, they problem can't, we have. They can't have copyrighted the rest is. What about my dad has a podcast? <laughs> my dad. Serial. <laughs> we could just start this American podcast. <laughs> Shagged married podcast. Um, we discovered something before we came on air. On air? Before we came here. Yeah. Um, what is it? The Conservatives oh, yeah. are now using the Politics Joe font and hex code colour for their graphics. It looks like... A, it, it looks pretty identical. No, come on now. Ed oh, showed me phone. something. I've got my phone. Ed, Ed showed me something and he goes... Don't you think this looks like one of our graphics? And I said, is that not one of our graphics? It's, it's mental. It'll come up on screen at some point for the audience. Hang on. Why you... Sean, when you do the edit, if you could just cover Ed entirely with that graphic. <laughs> I'd like that. Look at this bad boy. Right. So it looks like we've got a little trademark suit of our own. <laughs> the Lord giveth and he taketh away. Uh, we showed it to Joe's head of design. Mm. She's furious. Absolutely. She, her exact words were, hmm, I'm going to look them up on LinkedIn. <laughs> Vengeance. <laughs> Their designer. Or, yeah, or just Rishi Sunak. <laughs> yeah, who's this man? It also looks like the Egypt flag. Which yeah, that's is, interesting. They've not subtext to that. Taken into account. It's because they're giving the marbles to Egypt. <laughs> In exchange for the pyramids. Yeah. More sarcophaguses. I think that's very close to our, our yellow, you know. I did, I, it's almost, I would say it's identical. I replied to it saying, hang on, is that not our, is that not ours? Have they got back to you yet? Um, what, would you like me to put in a right to reply? Get in touch. We haven't even actually formally introduced ourselves. No. To the listeners. Do, do we have to change on, our names as well? On the off chance, yeah, yeah. Does this man own our names? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You are now Ned Bamble. <laughs> <laughs> and and you are Tolly Flogmore. Yeah. Then Flavor <laughs> Mantina. I was going to go for Mantina, but Flavor Mantina. Yeah. That but could be a name. I quite like Flavor Mantina. But, but, but spell like Flavor Flav. So it's yeah, not yeah. like Flavor Taste. It's yeah. just F L A V A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I found out this week? What? So you know there's the youth parliament. Oh, yeah, go on. So there's a Scottish youth parliament. Cool. And I think this is bizarre. Yeah, yeah, come on. So not only do people within, like they've constituencies very similar to like normal parliament, parliament yeah. the scouts also have representation. <laughs> the scouts have their own members of the Scottish youth parliament in a throwback to like, you know, remember when like, universities had their own MPs and stuff like that. I think it's just an unusual quirk of youth democracy. You Scotland. like youth parliament, don't you? No, I like Mun. You know, on the hex Olivia Mun. <laughs> yeah. You know, on the hex code thing. Yeah. Well received, especially by this one man who's replied, "Santina trying to be relevant here after ruining her own career," and someone else replied to that <laughs> with, "Morbidly obese, check. Bald, check. <laughs> Checks out." <laughs> Is that about me? <laughs> I think it might be about like he's specifically called Jeff or something. Who's Santina? You only know yourself as Mantina, no? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, who's Ava Santina? Oh, actually, this guy actually beat me to it. He replied, "She isn't bald. How dare you?" <laughs> I, I will only respond to criticism if you call me by my full name, Flavor Mantina. Yeah. Uh, have you seen that? There's a screenshot of a Japanese baseball game from roughly the the late 90s yes and it's it's basically what sort of Jap fake american names for the american players so it's like dwight schmeichel <laughs> todd Gonzalez. <laughs> what are their actual names no no they're like they're fake characters they've just like, given them oh, right. like, it's an american team so they're like what will they be called so they've just like made up it's, it's Hunt funny. sky yeah yeah brad todd meister i actually think that's quite close to one of them yeah mm. I think that'd be a good one. I bet he'd be very good at baseball. Yeah, I reckon he would. Do you know I used to live with three professional baseball players? Have I told you that? No. Uh, Is um, this the flat where you were shitting, pissing and kissing? <laughs> it was a different flat. Oh. 
uh, so in when I was studying in North Carolina, you stayed in a suite where it was like a whole four rooms of two guys each shared one bathroom. Does that make sense? <laughs> you love that. Eight, eight guys, one bathroom. Eight guys, one bathroom. Brilliant. And three of them like were on the. Afternoon. Four of them actually were on the university baseball team. Three of them are now major league baseball players. And are they fucking hitting those balls? Absolutely. Well, I think they're millionaires now, which is oh sick. Good for them. You should go hang out. I wish they were. They were. They were not keen to hang out with me. Why? <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, you kept fucking talking about model you were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, who, guys, guys, who would who would you be? Who who would you be in model you were? No, no. Sit, sit down, Dwight. <laughs> sit down. You are Kazakhstan. <laughs> I will embargo you. I will embargo you. <laughs> but you used to walk into the bathroom and they would have left the door unlocked and they would be. Shitting naked on the toilet. Oh, I bet you, bet you were right all over that. No, I was and not right all over that. Kissing. And then <laughs> kissing, shitting, pissing. And then when I moved into the current flat, I was like, come on. But I've got, I'll let me tell you about the greatest place I've ever lived. You, do you know why, um, do you know why I used to date someone who was playing basketball when I was in the States? Oh, yeah. Like, come on, dates with them. Have I told this on the podcast? You told, you told me this quite recently, but I don't think you told it on pod. I don't know the story now. I just knew that he played basketball. And then like, he was like, oh, you should come and see me play. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. All right, I'll come and see your fucking netball game. And then went there and there's like 80,000 people in the stadium. And I was like, oh, shit. This guy's <laughs> Seems to be a Chicago I was like, I was like, why are all these people coming to watch college children so funny. do this? It is absolutely insane the, the, the extent to which the difference between, for example, like the Edinburgh first rugby team I was not in that. No, so no, I don't no, know. No, you're no, making, no, I know. You went to Edinburgh. Sorry, yeah. You also yes. played rugby. I was in the Edinburgh first rugby <laughs> yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, so essentially, you know, the 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 elite of that level, right? Mm. And they will struggle to maybe get twenty people on the sideline mm -hmm. for a game. None, of, very few of whom would ever play professional rugby. Yeah, no, it, and the people who are on the on the sideline as well will basically be like the third team, the fourth mm -hmm. team, social members of the club, whatever. A couple staff. of dads, and then you know. I Ohio's American football stadium will seat 100,000 people yeah. and sell out every single weekend. You know, there are, there are grown men who go and watch the, the, the teenagers play, mm -hmm. which is wild. When I was there at University of North Carolina, during one football game on the pitch, it was like, welcome Mr. and Mrs. Smith, who are about to make, announce their donation. They, had, they were donating $20 million to sports at the University of North Carolina. Imagine having $20 million and donating it to... That is their right. It's well within the rights, but I think, would you not have other priorities? Do you know what I like as well? That the players will see absolutely none of that money. They've changed that now, though. Not, oh, do they get not, paid now? None of that. So they, there's, a, there's a thing that they can now make money from their image. Oh! Which is good. But that's like, the NCAA fought that for years and years and years. But you now have the, mo the most high-profile college athletes are now able to license their image, and it had to endorsement deals mm. rather than I think it was um, Johnny Manziel you know, Johnny Football who was like the yeah, yeah. he was the quarterback for Texas A&M in the mid 2000s seemingly the university made something like 800 million dollars off of his attendance there because he was like the number one college football player mm. in the country and Johnny Manziel saw none of that money yeah didn't he also have like a, his career then crashed and burned or something I don't know there's a Netflix yeah, doc on yeah, this it's, good. it's quite a good documentary uh, okay it's worth a watch um, yeah there's a really good South Park episode where Cartman is like um, basically cosplaying as you know a, a slave owner from the deep south but he's actually like the rector of a university <laughs> and so he's like going around the other unis being like ah oh, so what do you call them sir ah yes student athletes <laughs> but obviously the joke is that they treat them like slaves um, it's, it's very good it's a good satire of it um, it's insane. You know, 100,000 people in the stadium all buying tickets. There's this huge advertising industry that exists around it and the players themselves, the ones who are actually risking, you know, significant brain injury, no money. It's very similar to what happened to S Club 7. Go on. It is. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening. Well, they were a phenomenon and they were broke. Yeah. They so, don't... yeah, loads of people around them made all the money and they didn't make any money. They had a really crap contract. Mm. Really? Yeah, yeah mm. really rubbish contract. And so they made very little money. That makes me feel sad for Bradley. Just Bradley? Well, all of them. <laughs> Should we do some politics? No. Okay, fair. No, we're still, we're still, we, again, still haven't done actual formal introductions yet, have we? So. No, we don't need to. 
here on the Untitled Podcast. There's some other... Yes, yeah, so that's the that's the main bit of housekeeping we've had to do, mm. which is what should we call the podcast now that we can't call it anymore. Yeah. And then there's also what we're going to do for the 100th episode, which I think is next week. Is it? Oh, we're going to... Yeah, what is the plan? I thought it was a three-hour-long fucking session. There was some discrepancy. People were asking why it is the 100th episode, because they were like, someone said, isn't this number 31? It's the the 100th episode that will be released on Spotify, including... Everything we publish. The bonus ones once a week and... The the, interviews. The interviews. So that's why it's the 100th episode. Yeah. Which demands a celebration. I wonder if anyone owns fish that they could bring in for the day. Who? Well, a goldfish is a a fiver. Yeah. Well, we, but then what would we do with it afterwards? I wouldn't want to... I could take it home, actually. I'm also not scared of goldfish, if that's... Well, we'll fucking see about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, 2,000 goldfish. You've got to get into the tank with it. <laughs> <laughs> me stand, me breaking a glass hole. No, it's like one of those old-school diving helmets. You put it on, you fill it with water. It's kind of like Wicker Man, but then we just tip, like, three goldfish in there. I wouldn't like that. I don't think anyone would like that. Well, we'll find out. Yes, so if you want... Well, actually, let's not do that at all. Or maybe if anyone's got a crab. If anyone... Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. Spider crab. Who has a crab? Someone (laughs) might. many. Yes, but we can't can't produce them on camera. (laughs) So... (laughs) I've gone to health hazard. This is is the pube cast. (laughs) (laughs) That's why they call it the pube cast. We changed the intro. Yeah. If you have a crab, can you let us know? Don't. In theory, you could just go to a fishmonger and buy one live. I get, oh, I get so upset when I, I, I nearly started crying. Then I, I get really upset with the crabs in the yeah. There's this um, Asian supermarket that I like to go to, and I have to avert my eyes as I walk in because you have to walk through two tanks. Of like, like the archway, the door archway, crab. yeah, and then either side of it is big, yeah. They taste fucking good though, don't they? I don't know. I've, I've never, ever eaten a piece of fish, ever. Really? Ever. Where did you stop eating meat? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh. You did it. <laughs> <laughs> My other personality did it. <laughs> um, <laughs> 14, 15? Properly at 16. And you never had fish before? I never, ever had fish. There was one incident... With it, this is—I don't want to tell that story because I've already said that thing earlier about my mum. Mm. So you don't know the pleasure of just like getting your boys together and sharing a whole grilled fish. I have had <laughs> just normal, just normal things to do with your boys. I've had it's a totally normal thing to do with your boys. <laughs> yeah, hang out. <laughs> Fake fish, vegetarian fish. That sounds terrible. It's like pea protein. Fuck it out. Yeah, it's really nice. I imagine if fish is anything like that. It's just interesting with the Italian heritage that you, you know, a, a, a grilled whole fish, bit of lemon. Yeah. Never. No. We never ate like that. Okay. That sort of thing. No. Never even like fish and chips? Never. That's so... What, if you went to a chippy, what would you get? Just the chips. Just chips? Mm-hmm. Even before you were vegetarian? Yeah. Always. Wow. Hmm. Maybe a pickled egg. So much worse. <laughs> she was a, she was a troubled child. She was an audio from the chippy about chips egg, <laughs> chips and egg, mummy. Oh, I was when I was in Manchester yesterday. I was starving, so I went I went and had my annual subway, which I never I only have subway like once a year. I heard the worst subway order I've ever heard. It was like a six inch. Just turkey and a poached egg. <laughs> <laughs> and like, the guy ordered it. And you can see the guy behind the counter, like... <laughs> he repeated it. <laughs> he was like, so just turkey and one poached egg. Like, yeah. Poached? Is that do you do poached or yeah, boiled? Yeah, I know that either. What? Yeah, they have like, they have like a, it looks grim as fuck. It's like a pot. <laughs> Who <laughs> knew that eggs. Subway did poached eggs? <laughs> But it was like he already, but he's the guy was like, yeah. For this guy, it's for the turkey brunch. <laughs> There's just one poached egg. It's for this guy. But but then it was it was he asked for it, no cheese toasted when it was brought out of the oven. It's gonna crump, the egg is fucked at that point. He, it, so when they got to the salad, bit, a twice cooked egg. I assumed he was going to have no salad. That, that was the vibe. No, yeah. no, 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 no. He asked for everything. 
every <laughs> single thing. It was one of the most jarring What's interactions. Southwest. I, oh, Sriracha. <laughs> so oil and vinegar, something like that. Like was that not that was you should be allowed Even to shredded, that. like shredded carrot and everything. I think every single salad thing went on that. Tell you what, my man is eating clean and training dirty, isn't he? Absolutely. Double macros, egg, turkey, lots of vitamins. Vitamins. Definitely. Should we can we can we guess your subway order? Yes, if you like. I think bread first. Okay, okay. I reckon you have like something seeded. I think he's hearty Italian. Do you think he's a hearty Italian? My favourite is herbs and cheese. That's my favourite one. Herbs and cheese. Six inch. I, I you're not a footlong man. So I think ideally there's a difference. I am. <laughs> but there's a difference between like my like pig brain and what I choose to eat. As in like I choose to eat relatively healthily. Don't tell us what's in it. We're guessing. But I'm giving. But as in, so I'm giving this like two answers. So yeah, six inches. My okay. So were you were brain. you were you pig brain yesterday? No, I was not pig brain yesterday. Okay, so it's his healthy order. Yeah. Right. Okay. So it's a turkey and a poached egg. <laughs> <laughs> that was my order. The man would be, me, yeah. dear reader. <laughs> I'm going with chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Is that right? No. Okay. Italian BMT. Was that BMT? Bang on. Oh. Cheese and toasted, of course. Yes. Yeah. Really? Yep. Oh, interesting. And now we're at the salad. Lettuce is lettuce is a fail safe. Yeah. Yep. I can't tomato? imagine. Yeah, he looks like he'd have a tomato. I'll let you guys guess and then I'll confirm. Cucumber. I bet you. I bet you get cucumber. I bet you like your sandwich you really wet. There? there was a little lip curl there. I don't know if you picked that up. Well, it does he had that a little mean twitch as you said cucumber. His lip went. What? As in he would or we? He wouldn't. I think, you think he was either baring his teeth at you like an XL <laughs> like an XL bully mm. or a gorilla. No, not like a gorilla. <laughs> okay. Okay. Were you trying to? Were you thinking about cucumber in a? I think it was a tell. Yeah, I yeah. think it was going, mm, delicious cucumber. Yeah, like a mouse. Yeah, so you like quite a soggy sandwich. I think the cucumber's in there. Yeah. Is that all the time? We could just sweet corn. Oh, I bet you like sweet corn. Do they do sweet corn at Subway? Oh, okay. Well, then he's not having yeah. sweet corn. Do they actually? I, I put sweet corn in mine. Oh. This is actually very similar to my order really? so far. Yeah. I can't have corn not on the cob. What about the tuna mayo? Fish. Why would I eat that? Do you know? No, not you. No, but even. <laughs> oh, she's vegetarian. Yeah. Right, yeah, sure. You know what? The title of this episode is going to be like PMQ's analysis. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be so angry. <laughs> did you see that person on the YouTube who was like, why did you title this The yes. Algae Marbles? And you didn't speak about it. And then I'm guessing it was you replied to it being like, welcome to the internet, my man. And then he replied with like, thought you were above that. <laughs> No, and, no. And then I, no. To- <laughs> yeah, I toiled for ages whether to reply no. <laughs> like, no, we're not. No, my brother. We're actually beneath that. Way. We are the floor. Absolutely. We're, she's downstairs and so are we. Mm. Reporting live. You would if you could. When are we doing our seance with Margaret Thatcher? Maybe that's part of the 100th episode. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Book a medium in for about hour two once the whiskey's really kicked in. What day are we doing next week? I don't know. Okay. We'll have to book it in, obviously. Find a time that's convenient in your gym schedule. Yeah. He gymmed before work today. And then he, he, He's so type A. I know, and then he sank 50 grams of protein. Sure it is. Sank them? <laughs> he sank it, oh, yeah. They're liquid. Yeah. yeah. Liquid protein. A 50 gram protein, protein shake. Yeah. So, and then I, he I, smacked I, me I, in I the face. I don't like to talk about my protein intake on the podcast <laughs> or my like, gym because <laughs> I don't look like I eat that much protein or go to the gym. <laughs> No, but in time you will, bro. Yes, true. Hopefully. Believe in yourself. Mm. Yeah. We have, we have like 23 minutes to the PMQs. Oh, is there another record after this? We've got a van coming to pick up the <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Speed run. <laughs> I totally forgot where I was. So... Over the last couple, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do PMQs. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Total rhubarb. It's the politics show. On their watch, migration has just trebled. And he's giving the house a lecture about targets. He's lost in la-la land. There can be few experiences more haunting for the members opposite than hearing this Prime Minister claim that he's going to sort out a problem. First, he said he'd get the NHS waiting list down. Uh, They went up. Unabashed by that, he said he'd get control of immigration. It's gone up. Following that experience, he turned his hand to bringing taxes down. And, would you believe it, the tax burden is now going to be higher than ever. It is ironic that he's suddenly taken such a keen interest in Greek culture when he's clearly become the man with the reverse Midas touch. Everything he touches turns to... Maybe the Home Secretary could help me out here. Rubbish. So will the Prime Minister do the country a favour? We'll have to check the tape again, uh, Mr Speaker, I think. So will the Prime Minister do the country a favour, warn us what he's planning next, so we can prepare ourselves for the disaster that will inevitably follow? So for me, over the last couple of weeks and months, Rishi Sunak has, for me, assumed the form when you throw like a cold knob of butter into like a lukewarm pan and the form of that cube of butter very slowly begins to disintegrate, like it loses its shape. The the pan's not roasting hot, right? So it doesn't just go... It's a slow... But every week I've seen he's been degrading. He's becoming more of a diminished figure. This week, the butter was fucking foaming because Sir Keir Starmer was cooking, baby! Absolutely. He was getting... He was... Turning up the gas. He was cooking. Absolutely. You've been Keir slapped. <laughs> he had Sunak's <laughs> pants down. He had bent them over the dispatch box and he was fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Slapping his bare... <laughs> bare butt, balls and back. <laughs> The belt. In front of all his mates as well. He yeah. has to go to cabinet at some point. Liquidated. Do you think he's lost the he's lost Passion-dailed. The I, would, I think several MPs would have... Marmalised. Submitted their letter of no confidence after that. 5% lean mints. <sighs> that was... Grinded. Belgrano'd. Ground. Belgrano'd? <laughs> Committing war crimes in the chamber, my man. <laughs> Everything uh, about that was against the Geneva Convention. Alaric the Barbarian is at the gates of Rome and they are about to be sacked. Absolutely. Forensic. Oh, yeah, it was forensic, wasn't it? <laughs> forensic. Absolutely. He spanked him forensically. <laughs> forensic spanking. The goose is burnt. Sure. The apple cart's fucking upside down. You're going to need a forensic detective. The apple, the apple cart is depressed. It's not upset. It doesn't upset the apple cart. It's fucking got manic depression. The apple cart is about to jump in the temps. Railed. He got yeah. railed at PMQs. <laughs> he got railed. <laughs> Keir Starmer ran a fucking train on him! <laughs> and all his mates watched. No one could do anything. All his mates were watching. He looked so sad throughout the entire interaction. Written off. Scrap. Every time- He's gone for scrap. <laughs> Mr. Sunak's gone for scrap. Every time 150 quid. Him, he was just like... <laughs> just flicking through his notes, looking for something. Anything. Even like the weak... Jokes from Starmer elicited 
quite strong laughter. Yeah, because he's a fucking funny guy, okay? 180. <laughs> 180. Keir Starmer's my fucking guy. <laughs> Mr. Starmer, ignore everything we've said. He wasn't on fire, man. He was going supernova. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of being serious. Yeah, he, he was, was quite he, funny. It was he. It was. I Ava. feel like I passed out. Um, <laughs> what happened? I blacked out. So Starmer started with the Elgin Marbles. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he asked the Prime Minister why he didn't meet with the Greek Prime Minister because mm. Sunak cancelled his his meeting with Mitsotakis. Mm. Keir Starmer did meet with Mitsotakis. Mm. And he politely said to him, we'll let the British Museum decide about the marbles and moved on. And then he used that to slap Rishi today. He said, look how easy it is. Yes, I figured it out. I know why Keir Starmer was going supernova, because you're right. He did the marbles. And then what did he do? He was allowed to attack Rishi Sunak on immigration from the right. <laughs> that <laughs> is why Keir Starmer was on fucking fire today. It's two passions. His two passions. Yeah. What were the two passions? Um, being like, to the right of the Conservative Party. <laughs> yeah. And, and retaining our colonial spoils. No, no, no. And forensic prosecutions. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. I mean, I don't know, it being funny, but it was good. It was good. Every I single time he just rinsed him. He made, he made Rishi look fucking timpot. There was a pretty good joke in there about, um, well, pretty good line, which was he wanted to say the word shit. But instead he said, oh, what word am I looking for? Let me ask the Home Secretary. Help me out. He looked furious. He was furious. fucking raging. Does, James Cleverly does quite a good turn in quiet rage, mm. which he does quite a lot in the House of Commons. Yeah. <laughs> Someone that he gets criticised and he just seethes. He just, he's, a very, he's a very good emotional reaction like that mm. he doesn't do that parliamentary like just sit down and wait for my point of order he, he shouts back doesn't he yeah he did that whole like you know do you bite my thumb at, do you bite your thumb at me I sir I bite my thumb at you sir yeah mm. he did that the other that day sick. to, to... Oh, sorry about that <laughs> <Did something> to... <laughs> yeah there's a bit of spit there when your tooth come out no it wasn't a tooth <laughs> it was just a globule um, yeah that was during his interaction with Alex serving Cuntingham <laughs> Is that a direct quote? <laughs> Can we? T you must be able to turn Stockton into some kind of cunt derivative. Cunton. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a rude one, isn't it? That's <laughs> a very rude one. Yeah. The honourable member for Cunton. That's worse Stock than what cunt. cleverly said, to be fair. Or reportedly said. Stock cunt. Just off the shelf, stock. Yep. Ton. Um, yeah. But the body language of all of them on that front bench, I thought was telling. I know we were taking the piss out of him, but they were all staring at their fucking shoes. Yeah. You, you know, do you know what? Most of the time when they're all going, or whatever, mm -hmm. you go, you're just fucking hamming it up. You're, 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 this is acting. So it's then very revealing when they can't even be asked to disingenuously cheer. Mm -hmm. And the, it just felt the they weren't they weren't prepared to lie and cheer Rishi Sunak on mm. because they agreed with Keir Starmer's attacks about immigration. Well, it's the first time that you're seeing quite you're seeing sort of the visible split that's happening in the Conservative Party. So Jonathan Gullis, who normally is very vocal during PMQs, right behind the Prime Minister, he wasn't even told off once by the Speaker today. That's <laughs> gonna, no, but that's going to sound trivial, but actually mm. it's not. And then you had John Hayes, the Conservative MP, who stood up and asked a question on immigration. And he asked the Prime Minister if he's going to fall in line with Immigration Minister Robert Jenrick and his new immigration policies. Thank you, Mr Speaker. That 1.3 million migrants over a period of two years is a catastrophe for Britain. It is obvious to everyone, apart from guilt-ridden bourgeois liberals and greed-driven globalists. Yeah. So uh, given that the same kind of people are stymieing the Prime Minister's Stop the Boats campaign, Will he bring urgent measures forward to deal with legal migration? And in terms of the bill that he's promised, will he ensure it is exactly in the form recommended by his own immigration minister? So you're starting to see these factions that are forming behind Jenrick, which are kind of Braverman's boys. And they're, they were pretty vocal today. So yes, they were. I don't think that they were 
necessarily agreeing with Starmer, but they were just hating Sunak. I wonder when, I wonder when the last time Braverman just shared a whole fish with her boys. A fish? Yeah, grilled a whole fish, shared it with her boys. Maybe often, don't know. What, what kind of fish do you think that Braverman would go for? Halibut. Yeah? I just named a fish. <clears throat> I reckon she's a Dover sole. You know, like those fish that exist at the bottom of the ocean? Bottom pitches. No, 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 where there's like no light. Oh. So they're like translucent. They have those huge needle teeth. Yeah. Like angler The angler fish. Yeah. Ding, dingly dang, the dingly dangler. Yeah. Right in front of him. <laughs> uh, do you like that? No, obviously don't like That's like the worst one. Yeah? Mm-hmm. She fucking goes to town on that. Do you think? She runs a train on that fish. See if I'd had a day at work, like she's been acting today. <laughs> I'd quit my job. <laughs> if I'd been mercilessly <laughs> humiliated on that in scale. In front of all your mates. In front of all my mates, in front of all my colleagues. <laughs> I think you I would... keep you keep coming back and doing the podcast though, don't you? <laughs> to be fair. You are a glutton for punishment. But I think is I would be like I call it the general election. <laughs> do you do you remember that was it. Do you remember when we were in Scotland with Douglas Ross and we asked him, you are a referee, yeah, yeah, yeah. and also the leader of the Scottish Conservatives. <laughs> Are you just a glutton? <laughs> <laughs> you asked that? Yeah. That's really funny. What did, did you say Douglas Ross had more claim to? The Hogan Marbles. <laughs> <laughs> and Greece. Does he? Yeah, because for the problem Elgin. It's in his constituency. Okay. So. Straw poll. They're not from Elgin, though, are they? Yeah, that's, all, that's why they called the Elgin Marbles. I thought Elgin was just the bloke who brought it back. I didn't realise that the Acropolis was an Elgin. No, it's the Athens of the North, that's what they call it. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always so sunny. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's, uh, um, it has its own microclimate. <clears throat> Much like Stonehenge. Yeah. Do you think... Do you think... No. That Douglas Ross... Do you think that Sunak's gambit to alienate the Greek Prime Minister about the Elgin Marbles is going to win him the election? No. Yeah, me neither. (laughs) (laughs) I think people would be like... I do kind of like that he's just stopped pretending now. He's He's like, it's gone. It's beyond all hope. So I'm not even going to pretend that I'm happy to be here sat across Keir Starmer mm-hmm. being subjected to this forensic examination. Uh-huh. I'm not... What have I got a three? Fucking Mitsutak. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> there's, a te- there's a test match going on, you know? Test match specials on. Fuck him. I don't know. I'm going to play Jenga for the next half an hour. He's, he's like, I'm done. Mm. He's checked out. What do you think the proportion of members of the British Museum are? What do you think their voting habits are? Because if he's, he doesn't want to alienate... Well, the rate he's going, he needs to bank on any votes he can get. And if that's a solid voting coalition for him, you can't get rid of the Elgin Marbles. Well, according to JL Partners this morning, the most, um, that, that's not even, we are worried about the Liberals. The Liberals are a big concern because the Liberals might not vote for Starmer. The Liberals, as in... Are you talking about guilt-driven bourgeois Liberals? Um, I could be. <laughs> I could be, but that's actually not a big category. Oh, Okay. Yeah. What's bigger? Is it greed-driven globalists? <laughs> um, I actually, I've, I've, been, um, I've been enjoying them all morning. So there's a guy um, that, hang on, sorry. So there's Stop the Boat Steve. He's a Tory waverer. They're not sure if he's going to vote for reform or for vote for conservatives. M&S Mike is the constituency of people that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're um, normal Tory voters I would assume they would like the Elgin Marbles still here. I don't know. There was a big there was polling done, and there was a big proportion of Tory voters and members who still would would give them back. Really, it wasn't. It was. It's not. No, like, I did. Say, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's not. But, it's not that big a split. But MNS Mike listens to GB News, watches GB News, according oh, to this poll. So yeah. Interesting. Okay. So MNS Mike. That's not what I think of when I think of MNS. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think of One Nation. Sorry, I Tory. think it's a misnomer. Yeah, that's what I get. Anyway. He, he is a One Nation Sorry Tory, but apparently he watches GB News. News. Fucking yeah. hell, poor bloke. Okay. There's also, there's Toyota Tony. Actually. Do these people. I work no, on no, the no. Strand, <laughs> and this is what normal people drive. These are, these are like horrid Henry characters, but grown up. 
Mr. Tickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> His name is Mr. Tickle! <laughs> Mr. Rude is not happy about Stop the Bullets. Yeah. But there's, um, oh, I've, oh, Remain a Ruth. So I, I think this is, so this is 3.2 million people, right? So they're mostly under 35. people called Ruth in Britain. They watch, they oh, watch Channel 4 News and, and they read The Guardian. They shop at Waitrose. Amen, brother. They're a renter. Their holidays are Copenhagen or other city breaks with Airbnb. <laughs> and they don't drive, they use public transport. What, well, how do they feel? They voted Labour in 2019, but a Corbyn supporter... Yeah, but a Corbyn supporter unsure about Sakir, particularly because of Labour's stance on the Israel-Hamas war, toying with voting Lib Dem or Green, went to university, voted Remain. Let, me, let me tell you, Remain and Ruth, those, those Lib Dems have done it before, <laughs> they'll do it to you again. Don't fall for that one. Mm. That's an int- we should make up people and see what they think. We already um, have. Ned Bamble. <laughs> I'm Ned Bamble. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you can't take away my guns! <laughs> I want my own constitution and a right to bear arms. Do not comply! Would you vote for a party that was pushing capital punishment? 100%. Immediate vote. No, I would Hang not. Hang the pedos, fund the NHS. I disagree. Actually, that di- I disagree with them. Um, Sorry, I got it wrong. It's, fun, it's fund the pedos, hang the <laughs> NHS. That's what right. That's our platform. <laughs> That's, that's, that's what the message that's what Dominic Cummings is um, talking about is it the Human Rights Act he's calling it like the Pedo Protection Act yeah the Pedo that is yes we've said this before haven't we I think we opened one of last week's episodes talking about that you can win an election if you just say you're going to hang the pedos yeah we should start our own political party welcome to the Policy Show Hang the Pedos podcast we've got one we're, we're like the SNP but for nonces like, so <laughs> As in we've gone. Now that we can't call this the <laughs> anymore, we've, we've actually not just gone about face on the name, we've actually gone about face on the morals of the podcast. I mean, we've uh, got one mission. So, oh, tell me about your podcast. So it's kind of like we're the SNP, but for nonces. <laughs> Nonce emancipation. That's like, you know, the, the man-boy love enterprise in like the 70s. Yes. Mm. The Greeks did it. And that's why they don't deserve the uh, fucking no. marbles back. No, you see, that's pederasty. It's very different. <laughs> He's in a fever fire. <laughs> Get out of my pots! It's the politics show. Bit of chishti. Yes. Bit of Raymond chishti. Let's hit it. Right, Raymond chishti. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. The government has rightly responded to the shocking and unacceptable rise in anti-Semitism. And we saw extra funding in the autumn statement. I note that 44% of religiously aggravated, motivated offences last year were against the Muslim community. Yet there was no funding in the autumn statement to deal with Islamophobia. The government's independent advisor role for Islamophobia has been left vacant for over one year. The Prime Minister knows we discussed these matters over a year ago, yet no action has taken place. Prime Minister, enough is enough with regards to tackling anti-Muslim hatred. Will the government now finally take action? Ava, what's Raymond Chishti talking about there? Wait, his name is Chishti, right? It's not Christy. No, it's Christy. <laughs> I thought you were... I think it's Christy. It is Christy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, OK. Do you not remember when this man ran it's, to be you, it's the Chish- new Conservative His name is leader. Chishti. It's Chishti. It's Raymond Chishti. Oh, should we check? Please check. All right, anyway, Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> no support, because otherwise I fucking go to Raymond. It is Chishti, excuse right, me. Thank is you. it? Yeah. Will you apologise? Sorry, yeah. I was wrong. Yeah, well. Will you condemn Ed? <laughs> I condemn Hamas. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? <laughs> oh, did you see the Jim Shannon squ- squirrel thing? Yeah. Jim, so Jim Shannon, <laughs> listeners, if you didn't see Jim Shannon, the MP, compared, he said grey squirrels yep. were the Hamas of squirrels. Oops. I think that's just something that should be remarked upon. Yeah. I would say that it was in poor taste for Jim Shannon to describe grey squirrels <laughs> as being the Hamas of squirrels. You could get a lot done if you describe things as the Hamas of something. <laughs> this is the Hamas of planning laws. <laughs> this is absolutely the Hamas of education policy in this country. In many ways, EU are the Hamas of international relations. 
Mr. Corbyn with his friends, the European Commission. <coughs> <laughs> will we? Will we do just the Yes. What did Raymond Chishti say? Ava. Former Tory leadership candidate, if you remember. Very yeah. nearly our Prime Minister. Challenged Rishi Sunak for, the, for the big job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so uh, he, he was talking about the, the, the rise in Islamophobia. He was saying that there has been um, a spike in anti-Semitism and there has not been enough being done by the Conservative Party to tackle this, the, the, this, the stark rise in Islamophobia. But that's interesting as well because Labour are often criticised as well for not paying any attention to it. As you remember, what happened <laughs> in Batley and Spen? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I interviewed Saida Vasi about this a couple of months ago for us. She's she's all in. She's like the Tories are Tories have a racism problem. Oh, she's not all in being Islamophobic. No, that would be pecu- that would be peculiar. <laughs> she is she is, I believe, Muslim. So yeah, that would be peculiar. Yeah. It's a real blind spot for him. It's a real blind. It's, it's a it's a real blind spot for all the parties actually. The full report said, wasn't it, that the the sort of the, the relentless focus on anti-Semitism was creating a hierarchy of racism within the Labour Party. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Yeah, so what we'll, should we What should we talk about now? Reminder about names for the podcast. Yeah. So we're not going with Hamas cast then. <laughs> <laughs> we could. We could. I think we'd actually get arrested. We don't claim to well, be. No, well, no, no it's, it's a, a prescribed it, organisation. What? Because it'd be like a, a a trademark or copyright infringement of newscast. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you were to do a historical podcast series mm. about Hamas, Hamas, you could call it the Hamas cast. I don't think you should, <laughs> but I think they would not. You would not be arrested for that. No, the ru- the rules around prescription, prescri- prescribed organisations are very, are very tight. But you can, like, if you express support for the cause, you'll fucking get arrested. We wouldn't be well, doing that. No, you, obviously, I don't. What, we do it. We do an in-depth analysis of Hamas and come out the other side sympathising with Hamas. <laughs> that would be unexpected. Right. But uh, if it was called Hamas cast, I feel like the Met police would take an interest. I'd like to think that they would already take an interest, but just in their own personal time. You think they're already listening? The it's not called that anymore, oh, A-Bus. Oh, shit. P- cast. Fathers for Justice cast. That's viable. Could do that. They won't mind. They probably trademark that. They won't mind, though. They, Any publicity is good publicity. If they're fucking like, claiming everything best is dressed as Batman, then... Any publicity is good publicity. Would you be interested to learn that the same man who did the press for Fathers for Justice also at one point did the press for the Reform Party? That is interesting. Mm. I thought you'd be interested in that. That is interesting. Um, Yeah. If you have any ideas for the podcast, name, comment below. We didn't do anything about PMQs. We did a good 20 minutes. I said that Jonathan Gullis didn't say anything during PMQs, and you said Rishi Sunak is like butter, and then, <laughs> and then, and then you did spanking for like five minutes, and then we decided we debated whether it was Christy or Shisty. <laughs> this is a very serious <laughs> politics podcast. Well, we're all rattled by the name being plucked away from us. It goes to shit. Can we actually just talk through? I know oh, we but we shouldn't. I was going to talk about, like, we could describe what it was like when Danny DeVito walked in yesterday. <laughs> he did actually say he listens to the show, so... Does he? Yeah. Does he like it? Yeah, he loves it. But we... We'll keep, let's keep that in then. Well, he's... No, we can, but we just... You know, we'd have to come to an agreement. Right. What he about gets, a gentleman's he, agreement? He gets to be on it. You lent him Ed for one night. The fuck? No. <laughs> one night only. What about we give him a dummy mic... <laughs> and a dummy camera, like when you let like your friends, be brother, play the PlayStation with you. He's a seri- He's a man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he is a man, deserving of your respect, not least because he owns the intellectual property <laughs> to this fucking podcast. But does he own the intellectual property to Hamas cast? And if so, we could really get one over. We've him. called your bluffs. <laughs> We take it out his name. <laughs> he can't do much from prison. So. Oh, well, it was good while it lasted. Yeah, just in time, just in time as well for the hundredth episode. Yeah. Oh, also Spotify wrapped out. Oh, yeah. 
Let us know. Let us know if we're if we feature. If you're in the top point one percent of listeners, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give you all his hat. Yeah, free fish. Yeah, or something. We can give the Ed fish to our best listener. Yeah. Our best listener. <laughs> the best listener is like us listening to it back. Yeah. What percentage did you get? I don't know if you gave me a percentage, but it was my not number f- my fifth most listened to podcast. Well, what, what are the other four? I can't remember the other four were. Why, why would you name Lies. them? Lies. <laughs> one was... The rest is politics. One was the rest is history. Dog. I think it's very good. It's a good podcast. Yeah. Um, he is a dog. Yeah. Sorry for enjoying history, learning more about the world. Well, sh- I'm not going to shame you. <laughs> you think the Elgin Marbles are in Scotland <laughs> <laughs> because I listened to the rest what they said on the rest is history yeah we could call it the podcast the rest is history and Nick the SEO yeah okay I also don't understand how SEO works <laughs> no because it was called CEO <laughs> did you actually I, did, I misspoke and, and got, then got yeah, he CEO. Thinks CEO he thought it was CEO he thinks the CEO of the company over here is in charge of getting people on our website from Google you're he a fucking loser I know proper loser jeez you're an idiot I'm not, yeah. I'm not enjoying this anymore god look at that pants down this smacked we're, 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 yeah spank him up no you were look he had the audacity to say that if he got bullied like Rishi Sunak gets bullied he wouldn't come into work mm. so let's fucking find out <laughs> You're gonna make me cry. This is um, this was not only is this the last this list with me as a host, and that is where we'll finish up. Um, no, who was that at the door? Should we invite them to join us? I think it's the people coming to collect things in the studio. Yeah, but so let's bring them on. Jason said to me, "He's coming around the back." Right. Which probably wrap up anyway. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the politics show. Maybe. Oh fuck! I did it again. We'll see you on the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.